I'd like to discuss the importance of planning and anticipating what could happen during the upcoming flu season during the fall and winter months. It's important to recognize that while camping or RVing during this time of year, you're likely to encounter more people who are suffering with respiratory infections, period. The type of infections people get during the winter include sinusitis, ear infections, sore throats, pneumonia, influenza, and unfortunately, COVID infections, period. Because no matter where you are in the country, even if in Florida or the Southwest, there will be people who are sick, period. Anticipating this as a problem will help guide you in terms of what to do when it happens, period. Because it's hard to self-diagnose whether your sore throat is a bacterial infection or a viral infection, just recognize that the differences between the two infections include with bacterial infections, you might see exudate in the throat, which is a white debris in the throat, and have very tender swollen lymph nodes. Also, you may have a fever that spikes, which is more characteristic of bacterial infections versus viral infections, which are a, more of a mild sore throat with swollen lymph nodes in the neck and maybe a reduction in appetite and some aches and pains. Bacterial infections are often more localized as they would be in the throat uh, with difficulty swallowing, but not a lot of aches and pains. And if that's the case, if you haven't been given antibiotics by your physician before leaving for sore throats, then you may need to find a clinic or an emergency room to get treatment. Sore throats can lead to other bacterial infections spreading in the head and neck and also chest. So it's important to treat a bacterial sore throat so it doesn't spread. Other problems that can develop during the winter are things that are associated with cold weather and having to bundle up and conditions that might affect your extremities <coughs> in cold weather with numbness and tingling in your toes or your hands from cold weather if you're camping in cold weather areas. So the key in cold weather camping is to dress warm and to make sure before you camp you have good clothing and warm clothes to prevent extremity problems developing with cold weather. Also, the skin can dry out substantially during the winter and crack and also get infected. So moisturizing the skin during the cold winter months is important uh, to keep it from cracking and being susceptible to infection or breakdown, particularly if you're a diabetic or have pre-diabetic symptoms. Those are things that make you more susceptible to infection. And if you find, not just with camping, but in general, you're getting recurrent infections like sinus infections, ear infections, any other common infections, skin or soft tissue infections, that may point to a problem with your immune system that should be checked by your doctor. But as I mentioned, diabetes can play a role in having more susceptibility to infection. Overall, it's important to try to stay healthy while 
traveling by RV because it does involve a lot of driving and driving requires your attention. Also, living in a small contained space with another person is a necessary part of RV life and you have to find a way to keep yourself from getting sick if your partner or travel partner is, is already sick. It's good that we now have masks available that we use to protect ourselves from COVID infections. So a mask could be used when one of the two people in the RV is sick and you're trying to prevent someone else from getting sick by everyone wearing a mask. The person who's sick as well as the people who could be getting sick wearing a mask. Also, don't share things in the bathroom like toothbrushes and other things that may be contaminated. It's just common sense. Don't pick off someone else's plate if you might be getting sick with your own fork and culinary interests, uh, keeping things separate. And again, a more enjoyable travel experience will be had if you find a way not to get sick while traveling, which is a very common condition. One third of all people who travel get sick at some point during their travel, according to the internet and statistics that I've reviewed. Also, as a doctor practicing in the DC area, I would see people who had come back from travel for work reasons who had gotten sick more during the winter than during the summer. So people who got sick and ended up with illnesses that were complicated by travel because when you get on an airplane, which no people or fewer people are doing today, the air pressure change on the airplane can make the infection worse, particularly of, his, of the sinuses or ears, which are air filled and affected by pressure change. But the same thing can happen when you're traveling by RV through the mountains where pressure change can affect the health of your ear and the health of your sinuses. And you could end up with a sinus infection just by going up and down a mountain. One way to prevent that from developing is by using some saline spray in the nose to decongest the nose. And if you have allergies, to take allergy medication or decongestants before traveling up and down a mountain so the blockage of the sinus or the ears doesn't occur. Also, if you're in a warmer area and you're planning on swimming in areas, you want to make sure the water you're swimming in uh, knowing what's in the water and knowing what could be contaminating the water is important. My own experience was once hiking in the, uh, in, in the mountains of, of Utah and there was an aqueduct along the ridge of the mountains that was bringing water to some of the towns, Ogden, Utah, from the mountains. And while we were hiking, we spent a full day hiking up the mountain and we would scoop water out of the aqueduct um, rather than taking water with us and then as we got further up the mountain what we found was a large moose that was decayed in the aqueduct that got that fell into the aqueduct and died so all the parasitic and um, and and fauna on that moose was flowing through the the uh, the aqueduct and fortunately we didn't get sick because of the volume of water that was flowing and how dilute it was. So again when you travel and think about swimming think about what might be in the water. Uh, there are different places to swim in mountain lakes and uh, rivers and places you go. Just use common sense when traveling.
Um, again, so these are some suggestions on how to stay healthy while traveling, particularly during the winter months. I hope this was helpful and we'll discuss other things as time goes on. And I had a little bit of a gap in doing these podcasts because of uh, situations with moving and uh, getting a new position as a physician in another state, which I'm working on. Uh, that has taken up a certain amount of my time, but I'm back today doing the podcast. Have a good weekend.